G'day all, welcome to another episode of Strange Days Broadcast with your host Emois South Osman. What we're going to do on this one, have a little bit of news here and there, going to go into some health, alternative health, or the real health issues. Um, then we'll probably touch it off with a little bit of something strange and bizarre, no doubt about it. Alright, two minutes, the usual little bit of a intro, while I just kick things off and let people just come into the room that want to hear it live. Alright, enjoy. Let's see what we get out of this one, guys. rock and roll eh let's get into this little folder of mine let's get into it get out of here thank you very much and go into this little 101 where are you number 101 there you are all right a few little um news issues and then we'll kick it off into like i said and away we go argentina president javier Milei slams the elites at Davos. The state is the problem. Argentina's um, libertarian president, Javier, praised free markets and slammed socialism at Davos on Wednesday, January the 17th. Report. House Republicans have introduced HR 7047, uh, which defund the World Economic Forum. Davos Act blocks the federal agency from providing funding to the World Economic Forum due to the impacts in America on the New World Order and elections interference as in having anti-American policies that can be found under congress.gov slash bill. Casualties mount to 60 um, K Americans to 17 million global groom statistics emerge from the mass um, and deadly COVID-19 vaccine campaign that can be found at 
The report is over at um, Peter McCullough, MD, dot subtract. WEF Insider admits Disease X will be final solution to depopulate 6 billion souls. You can find that over at noblegoldinvestments.com, the people's voice gold. You can also find that on Rumble. WEF Insider admits Disease X will be final solution to depopulation 6 billion. Actually, it's on Rumble. That was a, um, a sponsor of that next one after that with the, the one I said previously, the gold one. German scientists, scientists uncover evidence that the EU Pfizer BioNTech batches included placebos. Scientists had, have uncovered evidence that batches of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine deployed in the EU may have consisted of placebos. That's under brownstone.org slash articles slash scientists uncover evidence the Pfizer biotech batches include placebos. Free speech victory. Um, charges against nurse who oppose vaccine mandates defeated. Uh, the Justice Centre, Regina slash SK, the Justice Centre is pleased to announce that the colleague of registered nurses of SAC Katche one or CRNS has ruled in favour. Um, you can find that at jccf.ca slash free speech slash victory charges against nurse who oppose vaccine mandates defeated. Okay, an exclusive, a commercial pilot reveals the truth behind chemtrails that can be found on Rumble under that title. It's actually under um, drcartland.com. Exclusive commercial pilot reveals the truth behind chemtrails. Majority of Americans think COVID vaccines are linked to unexplained deaths in a recent poll. That can be found out at, um, it's called modernity.news slash 224 slash 01 14. Majority of Americans think COVID vaccines are linked to the unexplained deaths. Klaus Schwab admits Agenda 2030 is failing as millions rise up against the new world disorder. The people of the world are slowly but surely waking up to the truth about the WEF's evil agenda and Klaus Schwab is becoming increasingly terrified. You can find that over at t.co, which is um, a different platform actually through another device. Um, you probably can't get that on the internet. This is more through a Telegram channel with a link, and I'm not going to press on it to get the actual link because it'll take me to a whole new different site and probably freeze my system. Response to FOI provides additional evidence that the SARS-CoV-2 is man-made. Scientists can produce fully functional viruses at the drop of a hat and in large quantities. That can be found out. Uh, you can find that over at Expose. Minus news.com. Dr. Thorpe, globalist elites exposed. DOD and the WEF accused of orchestrating catastrophe slash genocide. Dr. Thorpe presents harrowing statistics claiming that these um, malevolent forces are responsible for the deaths and injuries of 585 million. You can find that article over at open.subtract.com slash pub 
and you can just type in the title there, the same thing I just said, Globalist Elise Exposed, DOD, and... <clears throat> the next one here, this one goes in a bit of Greek, so I'm just going to have to scroll up a bit. I'm not sure if this presentation's in Greek or English, so we'll just see in a sec. Um, the Brain Implant Company, going for Neurolinks, um, Jugular. Um, Synchron's electrodes are delivered via blood vessels. For more than half a year, six people have been going about their um, lives with sensors um, implemented in blood vessels in their brains that enable them to communicate directly with their computers. The participants, who are all severely paralysed, are taking part in a study that could change their lives and mark a turning point in brain minus computer interface, BCI, technology in 2024. They'll find out if the tech will continue on the path to the clinic quick little um presentation here about that uh, it only goes for 12 seconds if it will load i've been very sluggy tonight my ping and everything's bloody fine i think it's the um the app that i'm actually using to publish these is the problem Hmm. It's going to give me no volume, which is really weird too. All right, well, just pretty much is going to go into a show. Oh, it's probably just because it's showing or a graph or a quick video clip of the brain, which would make sense. New brain virus, lethal infection of human. ACE2, transgen, transgenic mice caused by SARS-CoV-2 related pangolin coronavirus, GXP2V. Or in brackets, short dash underscore me, 3UTR. That can be found over at Rumble, actually, under that. New brain virus, lethal and infection of human, ACE2. Around 2am, the World Economic Forum held a session on the final day of their WEF 2024 meeting, titled 4.2 billion people at the ballot box. They streamed it to the YouTube then subsequently private, privated the video. However, a person has re-uploaded the entire thing to Odyssey channel. Under that thing, you can actually find it. Go to Odyssey and, and type in WEF minus 2024 minus elections. You'll find that. I might even have an actual clip that's um, been presented here from a mate online that I got the article from. Okay, one minute trustworthy systems being able to hold untrustworthy individuals right and so what trump is a master at is sort of completely rattling and bringing down sort of uh, the structures of institutions and this would be the ultimate act i can i can be elected from prison it's the ultimate screw you you know the, the the georgia case in particular because he can't pardon himself uh because it's because it's a state uh because the state uh case the state regal charge um is is going to be is going to be an ultimate test so i think you know if if he wins it if these if you know, the, we're going to be in a constitutional crisis um, i want to make sure that we've got if not a bigger you know violent crisis yeah, no, no, it's, it, it's, but it's, it's a very curious thing, Alex, because if you sort of, I read a lot of what Timothy Snyder, who I know has been here, writes, and you think to yourself, this, this contest between democracy and the Constitution that seems to be playing out, and it's hard to, it's hard to interpret. I want to make sure that we've got...
live. This was live. The Axiom Mission 3 arrives at the International Space Station with international crew members, including Turkey's first astronaut, Alper Gezeravik, or Gezeravsi. National Security Spokesman John Kirby says, There's no evidence of deliberate Israeli war crimes. Um, Israel has dropped more than three Hiroshima bombs worth of firepower on Gaza, with more than 4% of Gaza's population dead, wounded or missing. Joe Rogan unleashes on the globalist attack on farmers. This is only a short thing for 28 seconds. Joe Rogan. They're the people that grow your food, goddammit. Wake up. Wake up to why anybody would do that. Who, what fucking government would fuck with the farmers? What government would make it harder on the farmers? You're telling me that that's your number one problem is the farmers? How much crime do you have? How many murders? How many thieves? How many rapists? How many child molesters? How, how many swindlers? How many people that are ripping people off? How many credit card fraudsters do you have out there? And you're going after farmers? There's no way that's positive. Fucking... You have any little say there? Justified? Yeah, let's import more fake refugees and put all of our hospitals to bankruptcy. Over in, um, there's a migrant crisis that plunges Denver. Denver's main public hospital, deep into the red after patients received $130 million of treatments they were unable to pay for. That can be found over at um, actually, that was from the Daily Mail article, um, 17th of January this year. Do you wonder why breathing is such an important aspect to all ancient practices? Why do you feel different when you breathe different? Why does breathing help you calm down? Breathing is the key to much more than we know, and I think you should calm down, take a second and breathe, and just allow the more oxygen into your brain. It triggers, triggers very important things in your body and mind. One of the most important steps in taking control of your life in the metaphysical is to know your body. How can you heal or activate the things in your body without knowing where and what they are? The most important thing before that is to breathe. Look up Wim Hof Technique. You won't regret it. W-I-M-H-O-F. I've got a short little thing on it, actually. Let me see. I'm pretty sure it's about minutes. You're going to wake up yeah. the alkaline. You're going to walk down the hall. You're going to put an oxygen mask on. And an oxygen concentrator is going to take 21. No, it's frozen. Come on. All right, I'll just go back and go back in. Sometimes it will kick it back in. If not, I'll just skip it. Walk down the hall, you're going to put an oxygen mask on and an oxygen concentrator. I'll just see, it's not, um, it's going to go ahead of it again, I think. It's been acting very, very strange, this platform today. And the problem is, with this, if I actually leave the page, it resets it back to normal again. Which um, I usually go through and set all these things up. But for some reason today, it is um, cancelling it back to the start, which is really weird. I've only had that a couple of times here and there. I don't know what it is or if it's where it's coming from. Um, 
it's just very bizarre. But never virtually everything I've played so far is just, just ahead of itself. Right, let's just continue with this now that it's nearly all the way there. Raider's going to take 21% O2 from the ambient air, and it's going to fill a bag full of 95% O2. You're going to put an oxygen mask on, you're going to walk on a treadmill, you're going to cycle on a bike for 10 minutes. That's it. Exercise with Oxygen Therapy, EY, two-time Nobel Laureate Prize winner in the world, Dr. Otto Warburg. won both Nobel Prizes for his work in Exercise with Oxygen Therapy. He was able to cure, and I'm using his words, cure the top 200 diseases in the world at the time by using oxygen and raising people's heart rates. A lot of his research was actually acquired and then retired, actually taken out of the public domain. Of course. So no one would have it. Do you wish for healthy and long hair? Don't worry. We got it. We got you with this remedy, guys. This remedy is an extreme hair growth oil, and you only need three ingredients to do this. You need two to three tablespoons of, it's called fenugreek, F-E-N-U-G-R-E-E-K, two to three tablespoons of rosemary, and one cup of coconut oil. Okay. Extreme hair growth oil. Only three ingredients. No, she's... Anyway, well, that's all right, because I had the transcript, so they're not even going to bloody play it. As I said, it's running really weird today. Daily habits that damage your brain. Skipping breakfast. Well, there's actually... The damage to your brain. You can get um, not peeing when you need to, sleeping late, um, eating meal while watching TV or computer, uh, skipping breakfast, high sugar consumption, um, getting up late, and wearing cap, scarf, or socks while sleeping. Skipping breakfast, high sugar, getting up late, and it covers all that here. Um, there's also um, not attending nature's call when you need to, not switching off the Wi-Fi before sleep, not um, switching cell phones to aeroplane mode before sleeping, not exercising even for 15 minutes a day, not spending... Time in nature, not eating healthy, not spending time in nature, working late at night, anger, jealousy and stress, refined carbs and junk foods, not laughing, and that's about it there. Do you have a cough right now? Here's a remedy to help you with a cough. Dad, what are you doing? I'm not cooking. <laughs> I'm not I didn't cooking. ask that. I'm, I'm just cutting onion. I want you to cook though. I don't cook. <laughs> I'm gonna do this as a remedy for coffee. Onion, yeah. onion, uh -huh. you cut it that small, see? That small. And you put it on a pot, I mean, a jar, a plate, plate sugar. Mm -hmm. You do the sugar on the top of the onion. You do this, cover it all up very good. You leave this for six to eight hours. Six to eight hours? And in the morning, uh -huh. before you do anything, you put anything in your mouth, uh -huh. you're gonna come here and you're gonna see a juice, tastes like honey. You get you a spoon or two spoon and just take it on empty stomach. This is the juice. Uh -huh. Comes out of the onion and the Shapes of foods are benefit actually to your organs actually resemble a carrot. Cut a carrot, look at that. Good for your eyes. Tomato, cut a tomato, look at that. Good for your heart. Walnuts, good for your brain. Ginger, 
good for your stomach. Kidney beans, good for your kidney. Sweet potato, the pancreas. Avocado, the uterus. And citrus, the breasts. So many benefits in in the seed from a watermelon. Did you know that watermelon seeds are one of the most nutritious seeds you can actually consume? You can roast the seeds or make a tea out of them. You can also make watermelon seed milk. Recipe, scoop out the seeds and clean well, removing all pulp. You can also soak in water for a couple of hours. Let dry overnight, drizzle with a little avocado oil and seasoning of choice. Roast on 320 for 15 minutes. Let cool completely. Eat them as a snack or top your salads. Buddha, um, it's called Buddha bows or oats with them. Six best essential oils for hair growth. Um, lemongrass oil. Using lemongrass for dandruff improves the, um, the, the, the condition just after seven days. Um, removing irritants like dandruff causing fungus is the first step to promoting hair growth. Rosemary oil. Rosemary is the best oil for increasing hair thickness and promoting hair growth. The compounds inside the oil increase the production of new cells. Lavender oil. A favourite oil of all times with an incredible aroma is lavender oil. Oh, sorry, I just got to scratch my eye That's better. The oil is notorious for its hair growth um, properties. Um, it increases the hair follicles and makes them grow deeper. Thyme oil. Thyme oil is one of the most potent essential oils out there. Highly um, arab. Oh, I've got something on my screen here. Highly aromatic and strong. Uh, the oil is excellent for disinfecting skin and hair from. Um, Damaging factors like fungus, bacteria, or environmental pollutions. We've also got here, which is really good, is um, peppermint. Peppermint is one of, if not the best, essential oils for the hair growth. Like the fellow herb rosemary, it works uh, to unlocking pores and preventing flaky scalp. And we've got last but not least, cedar wood oil. One of the essential oils for hair growth is um, the oil from the cedar tree. It improves circulation to the um, follicles, which provides more nutrients for hair growth to the scalp. Okay, hey, welcome to the room. Good to see you. Okay, we just got out of that folder. So I've just got to find this one again. Back in. Now, knowledge is Power. That's the first thing they're put on, is cholesterol-lowering medication. What are the side effects of cholesterol-lowering medication and what does it do? It blocks the pathway in the liver that the liver uses to make cholesterol. That's how it lowers it. But that same pathway that the liver uses to make its own cholesterol, it also uses to make coenzyme Q10. And coenzyme Q10 is the heart-protective enzyme. So when someone's on cholesterol-lowering medication, they're losing their heart-protective enzyme. That doesn't make any sense at all. 
What are the side effects? Muscle wasting, dementia, Alzheimer's, memory loss, breast cancer, because our sex hormones are made from cholesterol. Someone has a heart attack, that's the first thing they're put on, is cholesterol-lowering medication. What are the side effects of cholesterol-lowering medication? And what does it do? It blocks the pathway in the liver that the liver uses to make cholesterol. That's how it lowers it. But that same pathway that the liver uses to make its own cholesterol, it also uses to make coenzyme Q10. And coenzyme Q10 is the heart-protective enzyme. So when someone's on cholesterol-lowering medication, they're losing their heart-protective enzyme. That doesn't make any sense. What are the side effects? Muscle wasting, dementia, Alzheimer's, memory loss, breast cancer because our sex hormones are made from cholesterol. Someone has a heart attack, that's the first thing they're put on is cholesterol. Mmm. Does hydrogen peroxide cure disease? I can't see the actual... IV again, and okay. this is something different. This is hydrogen peroxide, and I've been getting a treatment here. I can actually see the hydrogen peroxide bubbling up here. It's kind of cool. And so I just want to talk to, to Dr. John Monholland uh, again about, you know, what this particular treatment is for, why people use it, the history of it, what happens in the body. So, so Dr. Monholland, what, tell me a little bit about what, what's happening right now. Okay, this is hydrogen peroxide IV therapy. We have 3% hydrogen peroxide added to that bag of normal saline, um, just a loaded five cc's, one teaspoonful of the 3% hydrogen peroxide is in that bag, okay. slowly dripping into his arm, and uh, if you see from the bubbles, he's getting oxygen into his system. Uh, hydrogen peroxide, of course, is H2O2. Water is H2O. So you have that extra oxygen molecule, which is going to be given off in his body and supersaturate his tissues with oxygen. So it's going to help the function of his brain. Um, infectious agents in his body do not like that extra oxygen, and so it has a killing effect that will work with his immune system to help deal with any pathogens in his body. We have a lot of patients who come in. If they've come down with a cold, they feel like they're coming down with the flu and they don't have to deal with it, they come in, get one of these drips, and it knocks it out for them pretty quick, usually. Cancer is epidemic today. Yes. Uh, you said breast cancer is curable. Yes. Leukemia. Yes. Prostate cancer. Yes. Brain tumors. I've witnessed dozens and dozens of people cure themselves. So I have a, I, if I have a friend who says, I have been diagnosed with prostate cancer. I've had a few hundred people come to me this year. Uh, they're all cured. Bill Warburg won the Nobel Prize for proving that the cause was anaerobism, lack of oxygen. Cause of cancer. Yes, more oxygen, which means that we can ward off disease. Otto Warburg won, and he, he won two Nobel Prizes for determining that the cause of cancer was anaerobism or lack of oxygen. And uh, he cured thousands and thousands of people and documented in scientific research journals by raising the red cell blood count and the people took in more oxygen and he terminated cancer. Now, looking for a holistic approach to another way with cancers, discover the power of natural methods that can help eliminate cancer cells and support your body's healing journey. Did you know Asparagus has proven to eliminate cancer cells from the body. It also has many other benefits, such as great anti-inflammatory, 
properties and Bruce Brain Health. The good ingredient that you can make up here is one bunch of asparagus, one lime of lemon juice and um, 16 ounces of water. Drink one to two ounces daily as needed. There's a little bit of a thing here. I'm not sure if it loaded. It didn't load earlier, so let's give it a go. I actually really love asparagus. Um, one of my, especially Your cold. Family, here's an awesome remedy, asparagus. I don't mind. I don't really go too much on canned foods like that, but like beetroots and that, which I do love beetroot. But yeah, if you've ever tried a homegrown beetroot, there's no comparison, that's for sure. But um, one thing I do really enjoy is just um, some nice cold canned asparagus. This will eradicate cancer cells from the body. You get one bunch of asparagus, you dice up the softer part of the stem, you throw away the harder part, you add one lime or lemon juice to that with 16 ounces of water. You're gonna blend that in your blender and then you will strain it. This is also good for brain health. It's an anti-inflammatory, so you strain it to remove the excess pulp. You can also consume the pulp if you want. It's very good. Drink one to two ounces daily as needed. This will also reverse high blood pressure and high blood sugar will be reversed as well. It's also an anti-inflammatory and it boosts your brain health. Enjoy this great natural remedy. <laughs> Actually, it looks delicious. Um, you could probably use the pulp on your garden if you really wanted to. Or you, um, it's got no onion in it, so you could probably use it on your chickens. It's one thing I found, not very good to give um, onion to animals. Actually, seen a dog spazzing out on onion once. It was like it was hallucinating. Very weird stuff. Um, this one here goes into say goodbye to stomach bugs with a simple lime juice trick. Did you know that um, lime juice has been used? Uh, dog's ripping me off here. Bloody getting into the bloody snacks. <laughs> I heard you. Um, did you know that lime juice has been used? Um, for a long time to soothe stomach upsets. That's right, rubbing your belly button with uh, lime juice can help you get relief from a stomach bug. But how does that work? Stomach bugs can cause diarrhea, vomiting, nausea, and abdominal pain. They're usually caused by viral, bacteria, or parasitics, parasites that irritate the stomach and the intestines. Scientists behind the lime juice, or the science behind it is, citric acid and bioflavonoids in lime juice are antibacterial and antiviral. Applying lime juice to your belly button may relieve the stomach bugs uh, pathogens. To prevent stomach bugs, build up your immune system with superfoods like disinfected services, um, which are listed below soon. Um, also, disinfect um, surfaces regularly, which you can actually use just white vinegar to do that. Keep it um, natural as possible. Practice food safety, like washing fruits and vegetables with baking soda. How to use lime juice. Gently rub the swab around your belly button. Repeat two to three times a day for best results. Best natural alternative to stomach bug relief. Chia seeds. Packed with fibre to regulate bowel movement. Papaya contains papain enzyme for better digestion and immune support. Ginger is a natural remedy for nausea and digestive issues. Try this simple lime juice trick and other natural remedies for stomach. <clears throat> the best detox drinks for weight loss. If you're looking to detox and lose weight, there's no better way to do it than with a delicious, nutritious-rich smoothie. 
This recipe combines four of the best ingredients for weight loss. Um, hey. No. Ow. Get out of it. Bloody dog's eating me freaking dinner. Come on, over there. Peace. Little buddy vulture. I thought, there's nothing there. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's just my lamb shank. Oh, well, at least it was the bits that I'd already cut off instead of the freaking bloody thing itself. Oh, jeez. Can you at least wait to eat it before you get the bone? Bloody hide of the thing. Not even my dog. Spoiled bloody. Too spoiled, aren't you? Bloody hell. Yeah, that's it. Go lay about on the bed. Ah, hate to have a freaking hard life. Anyway, back to this. This recipe combines four of the best ingredients for weight loss. Pineapple, cucumber, ginger and lemon. Pineapple is rich in fibre and antioxidants, both of which help to boost the metabolism and burn fat. Cucumber is natural diuretic that helps to flush toxins from the body. Ginger aids in digestion and helps to reduce inflammation. And lemon is a powerful uh, detoxifier that also aids in digestion. Combine these ingredients, make for a delicious and effective weight loss smoothie. So drink up and enjoy. This is the most dangerous oil for you. Canola oil is one of the most dangerous because it's been genetically modified to reduce the uracic acid levels in it because uracic acid is toxic to humans. So Canola oil, yes, stay away from it, absolutely. Take care of your oral health, and um, it's called Prodentum. P-R-O-D-E-N-T-I-M is here to make it possible. Have a listen to this. If you or someone you love is struggling with bleeding or receding gums, toothaches or decay, gum infections, mouth pain, bad breath, or any type of periodontal issues, then this discovery could save your life. A recent discovery has been leaked about the real, root cause of gum disease and tooth decay, and it has nothing to do with daily oral hygiene. So before you resign yourself to being hooked on medication for life, or spending outrageous amounts of money going to the dentist, you've got to see this right now. A clinically proven, powerful soft candy that slowly dissolves in your mouth, can start today to restore teeth and gums almost overnight, regardless of age or medical condition, and will give you the biggest smile, fully rejuvenated gums, hey, Lou. no more pain, and no more bad you. breath. Hey, all, welcome to the room. It works so well, the dental industry has been in absolute shock. More than 137,400 people are already using it, and they have been able to regrow their teeth and gums successfully, while also restoring the whiteness in their teeth and eliminating bad breath. And this has nothing to do with medications, oral hygiene, or expensive procedures or implants. I urge you, stop everything you're doing and click the link below to watch a short, free special video that shows exactly how thousands of people are taking advantage of this soft candy to smile, talk, and eat with confidence again. Imagine, no more awful metallic blood taste in your mouth, or throbbing tooth pain, and best of all, never having to step foot into a dental office ever again. The billion-dollar dental industry does not want you to see this video and discover this extraordinary secret. Watch it now before it's too late. Click the link to watch now. Another great one that I personally use is um, coconut. Coconut oil is fantastic. It helps rebuild the teeth too. And it's a great antibacterial in your mouth. Is your hair thinning or falling out? 
causing you sleepless nights? Are you spending a fortune on trying to combat this? Here's a cost-effective hair care solution that doesn't rely on harmful chemicals. Ferritin, F-E-R-R-I-T-I-M, a vital protein that your body uses to store iron. Without enough ferritin, your body can't store iron, leading to hair loss. Have a listen to this, doctor. Or I mean, countless number of young actresses or uh, models that have ended up in my office in Laguna Beach or San Diego, they are going, I went to every physician in LA and no one can help me. I'm here with you. Can you help me? And the first thing I do is go, has anyone tested your ferritin? And without fail, no. What's ferritin? And then I do the whole, oh, it's urine storage protein, all that stuff. We test it every single time. Their ferritin has been low. They, they literally could have spent $10,000 on four rounds of PRP. They may have been on minoxidil and they're still mm -hmm. dumping hair and they're, you know, they're in perfect health for the most part. You know, they look great. You just, what's going on? And most of the time it's ferritin. Now, oh, there you go, eh? Sodium bicarbonate is quite the magic compound. This is why it is imperative that you acquire sodium, natural sodium bicarbonate from a safe source like Bob's Red Mill. Not only does it possess anti-parasitic properties, but, ah, get away, bloody little sniff, sniffers trying to get me food again. No, wait there. Go away. Got to hide me food. Sneaking behind my back. Go on. You go and eat that. You got a heap of that. Good girl. Yeah, it's called Bob's Red Mill. Anti-parasitical parasitical properties as well. It can also help with um, heartburns, inner digestion, colds, sore throats, flu, gout, and balancing your pH. Ulcers, UTIs, yeast infections, and dental care. For parasites, a quarter teaspoon of warm water for three days. <clears throat> okay. You've got to watch between the mine and the synthetic ones here. He's got a little write-up. Um, I've actually just knocked the bloody button, haven't I? And I've gone way up. All right. Now we have to scroll all the way back up here. One little knock and away it goes. Around 2 a.m. the World Economic followed. Done that, done that, done that. Must be getting closer now. <clears throat> um, done the coughing one, done that. <laughs> Okay, we must be getting close now. Yep, here we go. Found it. I found it. Took me to the top of the page. Now, they'll do this one. Um, say goodbye to stomach bugs. We just covered that. The best detox drinks for weight loss. All right, have a listen to this. Yeah. I don't think she's going to actually play it. Yeah, she's not going to play it. Done that. Actually, I'd already done that one anyway. What am I thinking? Here we are. Now we're right here. Well, this is another one to do with pineapple as well. It's, um, it's good for anti-inflammatory plus a, um, antioxidant pineapple skin tea. One pineapple cut skin off pineapple. One ginger cut. One turmeric. Oh, sorry. Uh, then you have turmeric and a pinch of pepper. Let's simmer for 10 to 15 minutes and enjoy. 
just wanna chill and twist a lot. Catch dust in my 745. You drive me crazy, shorty. I need to see you and feel you next to me. I provide everything you need. I like your smile. I don't wanna see you cry. Got some questions I gotta ask it. I hope you can come up with the answer. Marbag or Margberg Zombie Apocalypse with Dr. Rashid Batar. Rest in peace. Killed after this video was produced. Have a listen to what he had to say before he was gone. There's something within the vaccines that is being considered as a bioweapon, which is, again, not a new term. There's going to be a payload with some type of pathogen that will be activated by a, sequ a sequence of 5G bursts. And these will be basically off of six, uh, 16 to 18 gigahertz frequency, and it will be essentially three bursts that will be sequential and last a minute. And those will be designed, that those bursts will actually create a signal that will release this payload that is within the hydrogel component of the vaccines. So what exactly is in there? There's supposed to be three pathogens. And these three pathogens are, um, I'm not 100% sure what these pathogens are, but one of them is what they call the Marburg virus, which is essentially a pathogen that mimics the hemorrhagic fever, that creates a hemorrhagic fever uh, component. It's, it's similar to that. And according to, if you look that up, it says that there's a 22, I think it's a 22% to up to a 90% mortality and Google says it's an 88% mortality, meaning that out of every 100 people that get it, 88% or 88 out of 100 will die. And that happens, then everybody that's had the vaccine and these boosters will have this Marburg virus released. And again, we know that 22 to up to 90% mortality rate, but that's when somebody encounters it, you know, in, in, in a natural way, if you will. Whether, when it's inside your body, already introduced and now released within your body, it's probably going to be a 100% mortality rate, meaning that everybody that has it, it's going to be triggered and it's going to be released. And when that happens, yes, obviously these people are going to die. And so we're talking, you know, not hundreds of thousands. We're talking about millions and millions of people worldwide they are going to have this effect. Hmm. Not good, guys. Not good at all. Have you ever heard of um, Soursop and Soursop leaves? It helps prevent cancer and assists in eliminating cancer cells, apparently. Studies have found that prostate cancer can be avoided by consuming Soursop regularly. Next on my list, foods that kill candida. You can use the following. Garlic, ginger, cabbage, coconut oil, mustard seed, celery, anise, cloves, cyan pepper, onion, leeks, bok choy, turnip, hot peppers, celery seed, 
cinnamon, oregano, parsley, fennel, shallots, kale, watercress, zucchini, turmeric, cumin, and thyme. To boost testosterone levels, maca and it's called ashwagandha, which is A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. It also help your libido. This is a, an interesting remedy for an ear infection with a one-year-old child. Dice an onion, put it in a sock, place the sock on the baby's ear, fold it over so the onion can't fall out. Tie it in place around the baby's head. This person, I use pantyhose. Leave it on overnight. Don't be surprised. Next morning, there might be a load of pus and gunk on baby's pillow or sheet. This is the infection that the onion has drawn out from the body. 5,000-year-old Egyptian manuscript discovered shocked the entire world. This goes for 10 minutes. Check this out. That are hidden away just like this let us buried within the deserts of israel somewhere in the qumran caves near the dead sea researchers have found a collection of ancient manuscripts including a five zero 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 year old text known as the book of enoch this old hebrew text often linked to enoch noah's great grandfather provides interesting details about the beginnings of evil fallen angels and giant beings known as nephilim not only that but the text also details prophecies of a messiah, the massive flood, and events leading to the end of times. The manuscript was discovered by Bedouin shepherds who found the manuscript of the Book of Enoch in the 1940s out of sheer luck when they moved a rock in a cliff crevice. But what followed next was nothing short of spectacular. The shepherds uncovered clay jars holding leather scrolls and papyrus. The Qumran scrolls, which were around 800 to 900 in number, were discovered with the Book of Enoch. The Book of Enoch is divided into five distinct books. The Book of Parables, the Book of Watchers, the Astronomical Book, the Epistle of Enoch, and the Book of Dream and Vision. The first book covers various themes like the universe, the Tree of Life, Jerusalem, and angels, particularly those mentioned in Genesis 6, 1, 4. These angels, known as the sons of God, are said to have interacted with human women, leading to the birth of Nephilim. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the Nephilim, they're often depicted as giant beings who were wiped away in a catastrophic flood. The Book of Enoch also contains apocalyptic narratives and prophecies involving the Son of Man and the Ancient of Days that sound a lot like the biblical teachings found in the Book of Revelation. The text also includes an astronomical book discussing stars and their roles, while another section called Dream and Vision outlines important topics such as rewards, punishments, the end of the world, and the final judgment. This ancient manuscript provides a distinctive viewpoint on human history prompting questions about angels, the Nephilim, and past events. The Book of Enoch predicts events from the beginning to the final judgment. As we mentioned, although it shares some similarities with the Bible, there are some key differences, like the story of Noah. In the Bible, Enoch ascends to heaven long before Noah's time, which raises a valid concern here. How did Enoch know about Noah and the flood? The book also attributes Earth's corruption to a demon named Azazel, 
differing from the Bible's teaching about Lucifer causing sin. The text also includes unique astronomical and meteorological descriptions. For instance, it suggests Enoch mapped and numbered all stars, which is another contradiction against the Bible. Another inconsistency is in Enoch 41, where elements like wind, snow, hail, and the moon are portrayed as coming from a wooden container in the sky, and you don't need to be smarter than a fifth grader to know just how wrong the concept is. But it's exactly these disparities that offer insights into why the book of Enoch was not included in the Bible. Now let's talk about this recent discovery in Egypt. Archaeologists have uncovered a text called the Book of Two Ways. This ancient text, one of around 20 copies, is the oldest among them, and was found inside a well-preserved coffin during excavations in the Egyptian village of Dair al-Barsha. This discovery offers insight into ancient Egyptian perspectives on life and death, revealing their fascination with the idea of death as a passage to a new existence. Unlike modern books, the ancient text known as the Book of Two Ways was not a standalone volume. Instead, portions of it were inscribed directly onto the interior of a coffin. These inscriptions were found on two deteriorating cedar panels featuring images and hieroglyphs. They specifically reference the Book of Two Ways and date back to the time of Pharaoh Mentuhotep II, who ruled Egypt until around 2010 BC. The coffin belonged to a high-status woman named Ankh, and the instructions for the afterlife referred to her as he. In ancient Egypt, rebirth was closely linked to male deities, so deceased women were referred to as he to align themselves with Osiris, the god of the afterlife. Ankh's version of the Book of Two Ways suggests she may have faced obstacles in her journey, symbolized by a ring of fire, evil spirits, demons, or earthly threats like fire. Her defense against these challenges lay in specific incantations detailed in accompanying materials. These ancient texts, including the Book of Two Ways, feature perplexing symbols and winding lines that defy modern interpretation. Some experts believe these depictions originated from rituals meant to revive gods or deceased humans, emphasizing rebirth in the present world or another realm. In another discovery at the Saqqara burial ground, the Egyptian Antiquities Ministry uncovered a funerary temple associated with Queen Nit near Pharaoh Tet's pyramid. Among the findings was a 13-foot-long papyrus scroll containing Chapter 17 of the Book of the Dead. This manuscript served as a guide to help the departed navigate the complexities of the afterlife. The excavation also revealed wooden funerary masks, a shrine dedicated to the god Anubis, statues, and ancient games intended for use in the afterlife. A separate ancient text, the Tully Papyrus, dating back almost 3,500 years, describes unidentified flying objects as shining disks filling the sky, surpassing the sun's brightness. Found in ancient Egypt during the reign of Thutmose II, this account became notable in the 1930s. While there's a lot of debate about its authenticity, it's no secret that it caught the attention of many ancient astronaut theorists. This also begs the question, have UFOs always been around even in the past? And if so, do aliens actually exist? While this manuscript might not give us all the answers, the plethora of knowledge it contains is worth checking out. The Book of Thoth is another mysterious text from ancient Egypt, attributed to Thoth, the god of writing and knowledge. Originating from the Greco-Roman era, this book is a legendary text named after the Egyptian god Thoth, who was regarded as the patron deity of libraries, scribes, and writing. This book is associated with Hermeticism, 
a philosophical tradition emphasizing the transcription of ancient revelations by the gods. The Hermetic Corpus is a collection of manuscripts that includes the Book of Thoth, which is structured as a dialogue between Thoth and two titled students. Believed to convey knowledge directly from the god Thoth himself, the Book of Thoth covers a range of topics such as spells, rituals, temple construction, theology, geography, and medicine. According to ancient Egyptian myth, the first two pages of the spellbook contain knowledge enabling the reader to understand animal language, achieve immortality, and perceive gods hidden from mortal sight. The Book of Thoth states that humanity occupies a position between angels and gods, with a specific duty to create objects of beauty similar to the divine. The book is claimed to hold the secrets of the gods, allowing access to magical powers for casting spells on both earthly and celestial realms. Many people have different interpretations, with some seeing it as an ancient alchemist's guide, and others believing in its ability to predict the future. But it's interesting to see how this text seems to tick off all the boxes of a mythical narrative. Legends and stories surround the Book of Thoth's magical content, tracing its existence through time. According to mythology, the book was initially hidden near Koptos at the Nile's foot, protected by guardian snakes. The Egyptian prince Neferkapta fought serpents to obtain the book, but as punishment for theft, the gods took the lives of his wife and son, leading Nef to commit suicide, and ultimately, he was laid to rest alongside the book. Centuries later, Pharaoh Ramses, the great son, Setne Kamwas, discovered the tale of Nef while studying ancient scrolls. Setna, a connoisseur of ancient texts and a skilled magician, learned that the Book of Thoth was buried with Nef in his royal tomb in Memphis, determined to find it and absorb its wisdom. Setna enlisted the help of his brother, and together they journeyed to Memphis, located Nef's tomb, and entered it, seeking the central room where the prince's story unfolded. In the story, Nef's lifeless body lies in a stone tomb with linen bandages, and two spectral figures, a young woman and a child, emerge. The Book of Thoth rests on Nef's chest. A charming woman leads Setna to commit heinous acts, but it's revealed to be an illusion orchestrated by Nef, who requests Setna to return the book to his tomb. The narrative explores the Egyptian belief that knowledge of the gods is not meant for humanity. But that's not the only thing that's interesting about this lore. Alistair Crowley authored a book called The Book of Thoth, accompanied by a tarot deck, claiming Thoth dictated them to him. The connection between the Book of Thoth and the Tarot is interesting, considering beliefs that Tarot originated in ancient Egypt. Another manuscript, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, attributed to a priest king named Thoth from Atlantis, is said to contain knowledge existing for 36,000 years. References to an ancient book of spells buried near Prince Nef do raise speculation about the elusive Book of Thoth. Some suggest it might be hidden near the Sphinx or among Egyptian papyrus scrolls being translated. While the content remains unknown, ancient writings allude to the book's key role in understanding invisible phenomena. The ancient texts touch on themes of life, death, and rebirth, and the cautionary notes in Egyptian myths warn of misfortune for those who uncover the Book of Thoth. Attempting to read it is said to incur divine punishment, as such knowledge is considered unsuitable for humanity. But having said that, the discoveries in Egypt provide profound insights into ancient civilizations and their shared human experiences. Each revelation contributes to our understanding of human history, informing the past and influencing the present. But the question is, 
Are there more manuscripts out there that are hidden away just like this? Let us know in the comments and subscribe to our channel for more videos just like this. Next on the list, from the dailymail.uk, um, doomed 108 million um, per green one lunar lander carrying JFK's remains is destroyed in a fiery re-entry of Earth over the Pacific Ocean. Ooh. Do not for a day allow the Lahaina Maui so-called fires be swept under the rug and forgotten about. Have a listen to this. Coincidentes, eh? Bit of coincidentes. Denver hospital system may collapse due to border crisis and hospital now turning away patients. 8,000 border crosses accounted for 20,000 visits last year, including childbirth, um, costing Denver hospital $136 million, none of which has been paid. You can check that out. 
for more information at wpde.com slash news slash national world slash Denver hospital. What a mess, eh? What a mess. I come across this interesting thing about Keanu Reeves. Now, I never really delved much into him. I don't mind him as an actor, actually. And I had this thing about him being a fairly one of those people you could sort of sit down with and have a yarn with and just on a on a regular basis sort of dude. And my uh, my judgment, I think, might have sort of proved me right with him. Um, have a listen to this about Keanu Reeves or anyone interested in him. And he goes for a couple of minutes. What you didn't know about Keanu Reeves. Keanu Charles Reeves missed the first 20 minutes of a party for the end of his new film in a New York club. He waited patiently in the rain to be let in. No one recognized him, and he said nothing. The club owner said, I didn't even know Keanu was standing in the rain. He travels by public transport, talks easily with homeless people and helps them, and is only 56 years old. Keanu sits between ordinary people just eating a hot dog. He gave all stuntmen motorbikes as thanks for their skills used in a Matrix movie and gave up most of his own pay to the computer scientists and costume designers involved after hearing their pay was lowered. And almost exactly when his best friend died, his girlfriend miscarried then died in a car crash and his sister developed leukemia, he did not fold but donated $5 million to the clinic treating her and created the Leukemia Foundation. Hmm, very noble, very noble. Breaking news. Indonesia is taking Israel to the International Criminal Justice Court for its illegal 75-year occupation of Palestine. There's an interesting little character I come across today. It's a groundhog. His name's Chunk. He's been stealing a farmer's crop for um, various things from his crop. He's a multi-gardener, like a um, bit of a market gardener. Anyway, he's been stealing the farmer's crop for four years. And when he steals it, he goes right up in front of the surveillance camera and starts eating. Virtually right on centre of the camera and staring into it, eating the produce. <laughs> Cheeky little bugger. Oh, well, what a tripper. What a bloody little tripper. Okay. Oh, well. Um, so we'll go into now. The other file, oh, folder I've got lined up here. Where are you, my little friend? There you are. Now, some of these are actually um, longer ones now, so I'm just going to play a couple of these. And if no one's around, I'm just going to, um, yeah, I'm going to end the broadcast a bit earlier tonight, being a Saturday night. A bit tired, actually, after the big one I've done on outside today, and it took me a lot of study behind that one. So it'll be a nice bit of an early one, I think, tonight. That'd be very good. This is a, oh, I've got to go back here, actually. Um, an oncologist. I've never seen cancer behaving like this. Young people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s are developing aggressive and rapidly growing turbo cancers. Dr. William Mackis, um, who has diagnosed 20,000 cancer patient in, patients in his career, says, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen stage four breast cancers presenting in women in their 20s. I've never seen stage four colon cancers presenting in men and women in their 20s and 30s. Leukemia, that will kill you in a matter of days or even hours after diagnosis. More insights from Dr. Makis, M-A-K-I-S. Turbo cancers are uh, decimating young doctors. Uh, 
that's a bit of a quote here. You could actually find him. Um, I don't think he's actually got a link here. You could obviously do a search on him, William McKiss. Anyway, I've got a little bit of him talking on um, some... I'm not sure if this is mainstream. It looks like it's... I'm not sure of the station. Um, anyway, he's just got a quick interview here. Let's have a listen. There are only a handful out of the 100,000 doctors, Canadian doctors, that didn't take the vaccine uh, that are still practicing medicine. So it's, it's something like 99.9% vaccination rate. And they were the first ones to line up for their vaccines. Well, as I started looking at the sudden deaths of Canadian doctors, I realized, yes, most of them are dying from cardiac issues, heart injuries, cardiac arrests, uh, you know, dying while jogging or swimming, dying in their sleep. And Dr. Peter McCullough has talked about this extensively about the myocarditis and the damage to the heart, the scarring to the heart. And then some were dying from blood clots, pulmonary emboli, strokes. But then there was a quite a large subset of doctors who were developing extremely aggressive cancers and uh, cancers at an age that they shouldn't be getting. So, for example, there was a doctor who developed gastric cancer in his 30s, presented at stage four. He was dead in less than a year. Very rare brain cancers in young individuals in their 20s and 30s, medical students, medical residents. Mm -hmm. And these cancers would always present at stage four, and they would always kill them in a matter of a few months, and it was always less than a year. And, you know, at first I didn't know, you know, what the term for this was or what the phenomenon was. I just started, you know, really paying attention to it, tracking it. I then, you know, realized that this is being called turbo cancer by people on social media. A turbo cancer is not a medical term, but it's a term that people came up with to really describe the extremely aggressive nature of these cancers in the COVID vaccinated. And these cancers behave completely differently, unlike anything I've seen before in my career. And I've diagnosed uh, over 20,000 cancer patients in my career with cutting edge PET-CT, positron emission tomography imaging, CT, MRI, pathological correlation. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen stage four breast cancers presenting in women in their 20s. I've never seen stage four colon cancers presenting in men and women in their you know, 20s, 30s. Uh, leukemias that will kill you in a matter of days or even hours after diagnosis. Um, lymphomas that again, kill you in a matter of months. Hmm. Lordy worry, eh? Backflippers, Woolworth dump, dumps plans for the Aboriginal flags outside stores. Major retailer Woolworths, who has been under attack about the um, Australia Day, or oh, sorry, Anzac Day cancellations of their produce merchandise. <clears throat> yeah, major um, retailer Woolworths have backtracked on plans to fly Aboriginal flag and Torres Strait flags outside stores in a recent media statement. You can find out more about that. Uh, actually, there's a little bit of a write-up here. I'll just someone's written about it, so I'm just going to do it. Um, no, that's going on to another one. That's Penny Sharp. That's right. Um, well, you can find that at 2GB.com, which is a um, a major, pretty major um, news outlet here. Well, on the radio, as part of the of the company's online um, reconciliation plan. You can read Denationalisation Agenda. Woolworths, the wealthiest retailer in Australia, has stated its intentions to fly Aboriginal flags out of the front of the supermarket stores. This statement came almost immediately after the companies publicly declared it wouldn't be selling or displaying any Australian national symbolism 
over Australia Day weekend. But after being questioned by the 2GB radio today, a spokesperson for Woolworths said they wouldn't fly the Aboriginal flags at stores despite the intention to do so being outlined in the Woolworths website. My guess is Woolies had a humanities department and like all humanities departments, it's most compromised of aggressive ideologies and and activists. Determined to forge the retailer into a vehicle for anti-national political propaganda, i.e. communism. Corporate is struggling to get a grip on that department. I think we might not long see the... um, I think we might sooner than later see the end of all worse the way that they're going. Penny Sharp. Penny Sharp has overturned the ban on slaughtering our Brumbies, our horses that is over here, from the air. Independent biostaticians claim she is completely fudging the numbers in order to eradicate the horses from the National Park in the Snowy Mountains. I'm receiving first-hand reports that the horses are being hit with up to 15 shots from low-caliber rifles to put them down, and they die slow of and slow and horrible deaths for several days. Marxists hate everything Australian. They hate our history, they hate our culture, and they want to eradicate all of it. Absolutely abhorrent animal cruelty happening right here, right now. Brought to you by Penny Sharp. You can find more about that on Instagram.com under Penny Sharp or news.com.au. Islam, Sharia law from the Islam Institute of Iran permits raping of children, that's right, and children marriages. This is one of the many reasons Muslims are part of the higher levels of satanic pedophilia, Freemason filthy scum. Check this out. I think this one goes Good for evening, a, my dear six minutes. Oh, so let me have a look here. Scroll down a touch. That, oh, yep, six minutes. Oh, I'm going to play the whole six minutes. Check this out. Followers, respected guests, everyone that's on my page, peace be upon you all. All right, now, after we exposed the child raping uh, in the books of Imam Khomeini, uh, a group of people came out saying, no, this is not true, Tawhid is lying, this is, these are not the books of Khomeini, trying to stick up for a absolute advocate for child uh, raping. So how about I just show you the book. This here is Tahrir al-Wasila, and it's volume number two, and uh, published in the Islamic Republic of Iran. We'll take a look at the, the license of the book published by the institute that publishes and spreads the teachings of Imam Khomeini. This is their email if you'd like to go and say thank you to them, these advocates for child rape. This is the book that I was forced to study in the Islamic Institute of of Iran. This is the book of Sharia law. Come over here. The chapter of marriage, the ethics of conducting a marriage contract, marriage procedure, page number 255. Sharia law number 12. Clearly he rules. This is his verdict. It is not permissible to sexually penetrate the wife. 
before she finishes nine years old, whether it be permanent or temporary marriage, as for other methods and means of sexual pleasure and entertainment, like touching out of sexual lust, and hugging out of sexual lust, which basically means folding the, the thighs of the underage girl and penetrating her thighs, all of these, uh, touching her, uh, touching the baby girl uh, with a sexual desire, sexual lust, hugging her with a sexual lust, and thighing her, there is no problem in that, there is no problem in that, even, even, even with the baby girl, newborn, means the baby that is suckling, that is being breastfed, that was born yesterday, even with the young, one-day-year-old, one-hour-year-old, two-hour-year-old baby. What can you do with the baby? He tells you, you can thigh it, you can hug it in a lustful way, and you can touch it in its private areas. And he names it as, as sexual pleasures with this newborn baby. Then he says, And even if this little baby, see this comma, it's not a full stop, it's a continuation of this. This baby, if she is penetrated, deflowered, before the age of nine, there is nothing that could happen to the man as a punishment. Nothing happens to the rapist as a punishment. Other than that, that rapist has sinned between himself and God. Which means there's no punishment, there's no imprisonment, nothing. He just sinned, a minor sin. Then he says, uh, And if he does rape her, penetrate her, insert uh, his male organ inside her, to the point to the point that he rips the passage between the vagina and the uh, and the external uh, side of the body uh, to the point that there are no longer two holes everything becomes one big hole because he has ripped the little baby in half then he says then only can you refrain from raping the little baby then he says over here uh, and if she remains alive this little baby this little baby if she remains alive then you have to give her money. Even if he divorces her, this little baby girl. Now, and after this rapist has finished raping the little baby girl, and he pays her the money, and she goes to marry off another person, another rapist, who's a baby girl, marries off another rapist, and then after she rapes this, uh, she is raped once again by the new rapist. It says, He needs to give her, this little girl, more money, the dowry 
for taking her virginity. Other than that, she is an object that can be molested and raped and touched and fied even if she's younger than nine. Why? Because la ba'sa fala ba'sa biha. There's no problem in that. Imam Khomeini, a sick human being. Goodbye. Oh, I tell you. I tell you guys. <clears throat> well, from the 1930s, they have 100-year plans, and they tell us right out in the open all the time, but we don't pay attention. Notice the aerosolation device near the end. This is a presentation, but I can't produce that one. Um, the high frequencies of sound, high-pitched sound between one. 100,000 and 300,000 hertz that are short wavelengths to kill cancer cells. Now, I'm banned from X, but I might be able to play it through someone else's channel. Let me have a quick look. I highly doubt it, but it might, might actually get through. Sometimes it works on certain platforms for some reason. Yeah, they banned me on Twitter and now X is, years ago, now X has taken over. I'm still bloody banned. I guess I could do a dispute of some sort, but I couldn't really be bloody bothered. And go shove it right up their proverbial as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to play the game like that. I ain't freaking groveling. I can tell you that right now. Looks like it's going to play, okay? Um, it only goes for a minute and 30. Have a listen to this. Okay. Kick in. Kick in. Come on. You can do it. Come on. You can do it. Nope. Okay, it's not going to play now. Yeah, I was a bit um, a bit worried that it probably more than likely wouldn't. So I'll just go back one more and just see if it goes from here. No, he's not going to do it. We now know oh, here he goes. cancer is vulnerable between the frequencies of 100,000 hertz and 300,000 hertz. Two input frequencies, one low, one high. And the higher frequency must be 11 times the lower, what we musicians would call the 11th harmonic. When we add the 11th harmonic, we begin to shatter microorganisms like a crystal glass. These organisms are being shattered by our electronic signals. They begin to slow down, then they stop, and then they begin to disintegrate within about three minutes. You'll see a large organism in the center of paramecium undergoing disintegration, and swimming all around it, a tiny different organism, which is unharmed. We film the destruction of hundreds of microorganisms. We attack pancreatic cancer. They change their shape and size. This is the beginning of a process of destruction for cancer cells. So now we attack leukemia cells, shattered into dozens of fragments. You can see by the end of the video, the great many ovarian cancer cells were destroyed. Now we attack pancreatic cancer once more. The tumor shrinks and is broken up in repeated controlled laboratory experiments, independently assayed by the two top experts. We killed an average of 25% to 42% of the leukemia cells, as high as 60%. They also determined that we slowed the growth rate of the cancer by as much as 65%, so a double effect. Cancer treatment rooms for children be a very different place. They'll draw pictures, color in their books, play with their toys, all the while unaware that above them are beautiful blue pinkish plasma lights emanating healing, pulsing electric fields, shattering their cancer painlessly and non-toxically, one cell at a time. Thank you. Yeah, I seen an interesting one uh, a couple of days ago. It was a um, Chinese one. Uh, they had this tumor and they were actually doing a scan on it at the same time. I think it was like an ultrasound. Uh, it was quite a big bloody, it looked like half the size of a fist, this thing. It was quite big. 
and they actually started chanting over it. And um, you could actually see the thing decreasing to nothing. No joke. Um, I lost it on here. I actually, well, it was no good because it was a video format. I'll try and dig it back up, and it was only a short clip. I might be able to publish it on other media networks or whatever. But, yeah, fascinating to watch, actually, real time while they're, they're doing their certain chant and actually watching this thing bloody deteriorate to nothing. It's quite, quite amazing to watch. There's a guy on here that talks about, his name's um, Paul uh, Stamets, and he talks about the power of drumming and long-wave sound frequencies. Person decided to use sound and using sound waves to see how sound would influence the growth of mycelium. Uh, because I found that low frequency sound waves dramatically encouraged mycelium to grow, uh, dramatically. And so it was able to zero down into the exact frequency. Basically, it's this really thunder low bass drum. These are long waves. And so long wave sounds travel longer throughout the environment. This may mean drum circles, uh, indigenous people, they're all coming together in community and they're drumming. And as they're drumming, these long wave sound frequencies are literally going into the mycelial networks that are underneath their feet. They are reverberating from the thunderous beating of humans celebrating nature and life is causing the mycelial networks to grow. And as the mycelium is growing, it's adding more, giving more nutrients. It's helping all these other life cycles. You know, there's more potential fruits, berries, nuts. So the emanates throughout the ecosystem. And so I realized, oh my gosh, this may be actually a feedback loop. There you go. Well, I might just play one more. I'm going one hour and 20. I'm going to wrap it up at the hour and a half tonight because I'm actually, like I said, I'm pretty bloody tired, guys. Um, this one's a bit of a conspiracy. It's called the World Population Hoax. Another lie we're told is the number of people living in the world. Now, I haven't listened to this myself. I'm not sure how long. We'll just have a quick look how long it goes for. Uh, all right, this is perfect. It goes for four, four and a half minutes. Now, I've heard a few of these sort of um, theories about this, and it's quite interesting. So I'm going to play it for four minutes. Like I said, I've never haven't listened to this one myself. I've just bookmarked it. So let's have a little sticky beak and see where he goes on this journey. Population released by the United Nations, as of now, have just surpassed 8 billion people living on Earth. In 1800, there were only 900 million members of the human family spread across the world, raising to 1.65 billion in 1900 and skyrocketing to nearly 7 billion in the year 2000. Now, in 2023, we have allegedly just passed the 8 billion mark. Given past failures and the many lies spewed by the UN during recent world events, however, it is fair and justified to remain skeptical of such statistics and to do some independent investigation before blindly believing. By collecting official statistics and doing your own math, it is difficult to find a way for these numbers to add up. For example, India supposedly has a countrywide population of well over 1.4 billion citizens. But when practical calculations are made using the UN's own numbers, how they could possibly conclude such a high figure is clear as mud. Taking their official figures of populations from the largest 300 cities in India, from 12.4 million in the biggest city, Mumbai, to just over 100,000 in the 300th placed city of Aurangabad, and adding them all together, 
that barely accounts for 200 million of this supposed 1.4 billion. If all the 300 places with the largest populations in India taken together only account for 200 million people, it is statistically and geographically impossible for there to be another seven times this number mysteriously hiding out in the remaining small towns and villages with populations all lower than a hundred thousand. A similar situation occurs when adding up the official figures for the entire world's 300 most populated cities. Taking the UN's own official statistics, from 24.1 million in the world's largest city of Shanghai, China, to only 361,000 people in the 300th largest city of Beirut, Lebanon. The combined figures only come out to approximately 1 billion people. Even after adding all the statistics calculated for surrounding metropolitan and suburban housing areas around each city, the total only amounts to around 1.5 billion. Where are these other alleged 6.5 billion people hiding? Being generous, independent analysts have estimated at most another billion people could possibly be spread out across the world's rural countrysides, still putting the actual number well below 3 billion. The likely reason for these exaggerated statistics is that governments are incentivized to lie about population figures in order to collect more money for social programs. Then, by raising population figures to shocking levels, fear is created in the minds of the masses, and they are even more easily able to control and sell us on expensive, enslaving solutions. This hoax has resulted in billions of dollars spent fighting the phantom of so-called overpopulation, and led to many inhumane population control programs. In reality, however, if everyone were all squeezed into a population density of 27,000 per square mile, which is comparable to New York City, 8 billion people would only fill up the state of Texas, leaving the entire rest of the world uninhabited. Thus, the idea that Earth is dangerously overpopulated and governments need to take drastic measures to combat the issue is another paper tiger attempting to scare us into submission. Overpopulation concerns led China to enact a brutal one-child policy. Forced sterilization is a method of population control in some countries. Nearly a quarter million Peruvian women were sterilized. Our government, through the UN Population Fund, is involved in population moderation programs around the world, including in India, Bangladesh, Pakistan, Mangtioia, Mexico, Indonesia, Brazil, the Philippines, Thailand, Egypt, Turkey, Ethiopia, and Colombia. The greatest threat to mankind's prosperity is government, not population growth. Hmm. Well, there you go, eh? Very interesting. Hmm. You just never know, guys. We're only going by pretty much what we're told, aren't we? I haven't gone around. I haven't done the, the little calculations and all these sort of things, but very interesting concept for sure. All right. Well, we're going to take it out. This was done six years ago, January the 19th, 2017, one day before Donald Trump was inaugurated. This happened. Okay. You can actually find this one at Rumble under Trump-White-House-Fireworks-January-19-2017. 
Have a listen to this. See you on the next episode, guys. I am zapped.